You're listening to the Misty Creek Community Church Podcast. To learn more about Misty Creek Community Church, visit our website at mistycreekchurch.org. Today's message is from Senior Pastor Stephen Street. So the scripture is very short tonight. In 2 Corinthians 9, 15. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. And indeed, it's an indescribable gift, isn't it? Jesus Christ. But you know, Jesus Christ was born into the real world. Our world. A chaotic, divisive world, folks. Where there's famine. Where there's homelessness. Where there's political division. Where people are going after one another. Disunity. Where the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. And tonight, millions of children will sleep in warm beds with cleanly laundered sheets. And Santa will be busy stuffing hundreds of dollars of worth of toys under their brightly lit trees. And there's nothing wrong with this at all. But while millions enjoy a lifestyle of privilege, many more live in poverty, filth, and fear. Where millions will throw holiday sweets into the garbage to avoid getting fat. We'll do that, won't we? We'll get rid of all that extra stuff that we don't need, and we'll just throw it away. How many of you got too many sweets in your house right now? We do. An overabundance. And we'll throw it out at some point. Millions more will go to bed hungry tonight. Some even starving. But I'm very thankful today that Misty Creek made a small dent in that as we prepared lunches once again to be delivered to the Elizabeth Foundation, to people who live in the homeless tent villages. Lunches were provided, care bags, other items to help them through this cold and dark weekend. But it's not cold and dark for us, is it? Because there's a marvelous light that's come to our world through Jesus Christ. But let me remind you, Jesus Christ was born into the real world, our world, where millions of people still live today for fear of violence, alcoholism, drug trafficking, violence, abuse, hatred, fear, hopelessness. Jesus Christ was born into the real world, our world, where millions of people sleep under bridges in tense cities, and on cold sidewalks, where Christmas shoppers frankly trip over them on their way to the mall or Macy's or Dillard's or Belk, or if they're up north, Bloomingdale's. And even though it can be fun to get totally caught up in the Christmas movies, the Christmas shopping, the stockings, Santa, Rudolph, the whole bit, let's stop and think for a moment this evening. Jesus was born on a night when his parents had been traveling for days by foot in order to be enrolled on the Roman tax list. They had very little money, if any. You might remember part of that story from the Gospel of Luke chapter 2. And it came to pass that all the world should be taxed. And this was first made known when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, each into his own country. 
And so Joseph, he went to Nazareth, to Galilee, to Judea, to the city of David, which is also known, of Beth, also known as Bethlehem because he was of the lineage of David to be taxed with his spouse wife, Mary. So they were going to be taxed. And they had to go. And they had to leave. Folks, childbirth, especially in Jesus' day, was extremely dangerous. Traveling was extremely dangerous. Let's be reminded that Jesus was born into the real world, our world, where life is fragile and pain is real. We're told that when the time came for Mary to have her baby, she gave birth to her firstborn son and she wrapped him, wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for him in the inn. Jesus was born into the real world, our world, where there was no room for him. And some believe that is still true. Jesus was born into the real world, our world. He was forced into being a homeless refugee in a world of turmoil where a brutal, cruel king named Herod sent soldiers to kill all the children in Bethlehem and in all the surrounding territory who were two years old and younger in order to get rid of him. The rulers were jealous of Jesus and they wanted him gone. He was a threat to the empire. Jesus Christ was born into the real world, our world, in order to save us, restore us, and enable us to love. We cannot fully love until we know the love of God. And love is the essence of who God is. As we prepare for Christmas Eve, let's keep in mind that God chose the difficult path because He loves us. Let's remember that Jesus Christ was born into the real world, our world. Tonight, as we prepare to celebrate his birth tomorrow, and I'm going to let the cat out of the bag. There's going to be a special drama presentation done tomorrow, one you've not seen before here at Misty Creek. There's a teaser to get you back here. Take a little break. 30, 40 minutes is all it's going to cost you. Come in whatever you want to wear. Well, be decent at least, okay? And we hope we'll see you for that. So think about this for a moment. As we prepare to celebrate his birth, let's not fail to remember that the author of life, the light of the world, chose to make his dwelling with us. He left his heavenly throne to come and be amongst us, to live here. The king, the creator of the full expanse of the universe, from the microscopic atom to the largest expanse of space, humbled himself into the lowliest of position with such great love to know and to be known with us. So may I ask you this simple question? Do you know him? I mean, really. Do you? Or do you know about him? Do you know him in your heart? of hearts as your Savior, as your King, as your Prince of Peace? Will you make room in your heart for God to write His story? He wants you to know that you did not create yourself. He created you 
He molded you and shaped you in your mother's womb. He breathed into you the breath of life. You exist only because of Him and His grace. His grace is a shorthand way of expressing His unconditional love for you. He loved you so much that God sent His only begotten Son into the world that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. He wants you to have that everlasting life. He wants you to have that abundant life. He says, Come unto me, all of you who are weary and burdened and heavy laden, Take my yoke upon you, and I will give you rest for your weary soul. Are you weary? Are you tired? Are you worn? Do you already have the Christmas blues? Are you anxious? Or are you anticipating what God is going to do, what He's already done, but what He will do for you, if you just surrender everything to Him and say, all of me wants all of you, Lord. I want to serve you. And I want to receive your love, your hope, your peace, and your joy. I'm going to light the Christ candle. I told you I was going to light it. Somebody said, I came tonight just to see that candle lit. So we're doing it for you. Actually, for all of you. This is the Christ candle I'm going to light. It's all made possible because of Christ. There would be no, well, I'll just say it. There would be no gifts of the Spirit manifested in each of us that Paul reminds us of in Galatians 5. The gifts of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. We would not have those gifts. And though tonight that Christ candle seems to be very, very dim, it's because there are many, like I said just a few moments ago in my reflection tonight, that for whatever reason, they just will not receive Him. And He wants them so badly to know how deep His love is. I mean, he went to the farthest ends of the world all the way to the cross so that you would know how much he loves you. Folks, that's love. That's agape love. You got your candles? So last night, night of Christmas worship, Tommy and Others quoted from Psalm 139. And the psalmist, which is David, is telling us that even the dark is light to him. Even the night is day to him. Because in him, there is only light. And because of him, you are children of the marvelous light. So as your candles are lit tonight, Let's be reminded, and Harlan's doing it the correct way. The unlit candle comes toward the lit candle. As your candle is lit tonight, it's my prayer for you 
And I've been praying for you today that you would be here tonight, first of all, and that each of you would open your hearts to receive the light. The light that's not to be hidden under a bushel basket, but a light that is to be seen for all the world to see. Will you make room in your heart for Jesus tonight? Oh, maybe you said, well, I did that 30 years ago, Stephen. I'm good. Maybe tonight you need a renewal. Just to say, Lord, I can't do this on my own. Life has gotten busy. I've gotten distracted. And I renew my commitment to serve you and serve you alone. So on this silent night, may the light of Christ burn brightly in your hearts. Lord, we thank you for being in our midst this evening. We thank you for the connection you have with us, that your spirit exists within us, that at the moment of conception, you breathed into us life. And so, Lord of life and Lord of light, we surrender to you and ask that you Enter anew into our hearts that we would serve you and serve you alone. We love you and we praise you and we adore you. And all God's children said, Amen. We hope you were inspired by today's message. For more sermons from Misty Creek Community Church, be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you like to stream your podcasts. You can also watch videos of our sermons and complete services on the Misty Creek Community Church YouTube channel. And while you're there, be sure to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. For more information about our church, including our mission, location, service times, and more, visit our website at mistycreekchurch.org. God bless you, and thank you for listening.